Jesus said in Matthew 22 and 14, for many are called, but few are chosen. Welcome everyone to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I'm Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, you know, it is a faithful saying that today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. A traveling pulpit family, I am glad and rejoicing in the day that the Lord has made. How are you? We are going through the book of Jonah. We're taking our time. We're not worrying about the calendar. We're not worrying about the clock. We're just worrying about getting through the book of Jonah, pulling out some really valid points of Jonah's life. And on today, I just want to do a little comparison between Jonah and Jesus. You see, Jesus was the one who was chosen by his father to come to this earth to help mend the relationship between God and man. God being the creator of man and man being the severer between God and man, that relationship that happened in the garden. Well, Jonah, in the same sense, was sent on a mission, just like Jesus was sent on a mission to tell the inhabitants of a city called Nineveh, like Jesus came to this earth to tell the inhabitants of earth. God is not happy. He was not happy then. He is not happy now. But it did not stop the chosen ones from coming to deliver the message. The difference between the two, Jonah and Jesus, is that Jonah tried to run. He tried to escape. He tried not to answer the calling. Where Jesus, he came. Then up to a certain point, he didn't run, but he asked if this cup can go another way that he would not have to drink from it. Jesus never ran, but he asked Jonah. He got up. And he tried to escape. Both of them had the calling. Just like you, you have a calling on your life. The Lord God, the creator of heaven and earth, has called you to do something with the life that you have. Even in 2024, whether you feel like you've wasted time, you feel like you are, are not worthy of doing better for yourself. Trust me, the Lord has given you something to do with your life. As long as you have breath in your body, you have been called to do something great in this world. So what is it that the Lord has called you to do? You know, you heard me on previous weeks talk, talking about, you know, it may be school, maybe a job, maybe a promotion, maybe starting a business. Whatever it is the Lord has called you to do, do it to the best of your ability. And you will be blessed because you have obeyed the voice of your father who is in heaven. It could be just being a witness. You know, for 30 years, I drew blood. And I didn't realize that I was being a witness. I just knew I was doing something that I liked to do. I liked being around people first and foremost, because I love people. And I always try to see the good, even in the not so good situations. But I've always loved people and I always will love people because I am someone that the Lord loves and he has instructed me to love my brother and my sister. In drawing blood all those years, I didn't realize I was becoming a witness. 
I didn't realize I was witnessing to the people I was drawing blood on. I just liked I just liked what I was doing. I had a skill that I was really good at. And and that skill lasted for 30 years. What I liked about it was. I could go, I could do what I what I was called to do, that is witness to someone and get paid for it. And I would tell supervisors whenever, you know, whatever job I switched, because I was always with a job in those 30 years. I've never been without a job in those 30 years. I would always tell them, I'd say, I'd do this for free if you let me. You know, just joking, just, you know, but the sincerity was there. I would draw blood for free because I loved what I was doing that much. And I loved the people whom I were interacting with that much or even that more. But Jonah, he didn't love the people that he had to go and call the call to the carpet. He didn't he did. He 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 didn't like those. He 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 didn't like the people he had to call to the threshing floor, I should say. And so over in Jonah chapter. I think it's uh, chapter three. We were talking about it on Wednesday with the word. The. The great fish was called. The great fish was chosen to do uh, a miraculous thing. And that was that was to swallow Jonah up. I'm sorry. Verse two. And that was to swallow Jonah up. And the great fish had a capacity in its stomach that held Jonah for three days and three nights. And I asked on Wednesday with the word, what do you know? in your knowledge now that has held someone in its capacity for three days and three nights. Well, Jonah was in this, this fish and mind you, it wasn't a whale. It wasn't, uh, some type of, uh, uh, shark or dolphin or, or what have you. It was a specially called and chosen fish. So it did not blow Jonah up out of the blowhole. It did not poop Jonah out of its butthole. It spit Jonah out of its mouth. It regurgitated Jonah and Jonah landed on dry land, dry land. Why? Because Jonah was called to do a purpose. Where was he called to do this purpose? In the city called Nineveh. Why? Because Nineveh was a wicked city and its wickedness made its way all the way up to the heavens. This city had the reputation of godlessness so bad that it reached the kingdom of the most high God. And so he chose Jonah to go and cry out against its wickedness. And Jonah ran. Jonah had an invitation the same way Jesus was telling in uh, Matthew 22, the parable of the wedding feast. You see, Jesus came with an invitation. And he has given everyone who accepts him that invitation. Now, We know that people try to override Jesus to get to the father. But without that invitation that Jesus has given, you can't get into that banquet that's been prepared for you, 
for me, for us who have accepted Jesus. So it's very important that you accept this invitation that Jesus is bringing to you because the father has sent the son and the son is the one who has the invitation. Jonah is the one who had the invitation to give to the people of Nineveh, the wicked city that he was called chosen to go and cry out against. But Jonah was swallowed up by a big fish because he tried to escape the presence of God. Now, tell me, where can you go to escape the presence of God, especially when he has chosen you? When he has something for you to do, where can you go and hide from the Lord who has called you? First and foremost, how can you hide from the one who created you? It's impossible. Just ask Adam. He tried to hide. And the Lord knew it. He wasn't asking Adam so he could know where he was. He was asking Adam so Adam would know where he was hidden. And that's one thing that we cannot do. We cannot hide from our creator. But Jonah did the best he could, didn't he? That's why I send this book. And so being in the belly of the fish, the stomach of the fish, Jonah cried out. And the Lord answered him so much so that the Lord told the fish. Commanded the fish. To let Jonah out right here. And down in verse 10, chapter 2, the Bible says that the fish vomited Jonah up on the dry land. Now, all the fish did was help Jonah get where the Lord needed him to go. The Lord told Jonah to go to Nineveh. Jonah tried to go to Joppa. The fish met him in between. So the fish was only getting... Jonah to where he was supposed to be. The fish was transportation because the boat wasn't going to make it. But when the men who had now become believers in the, the God most high and had begun to make sacrifices to him, the living God of all creation, and they threw Jonah overboard because they were obedient to the word at that point, because it was no longer Jonah telling them to throw him, throw him overboard. It was the Lord in Jonah telling them to throw Jonah overboard. When they did so through obedience, the seas calmed and the, and the great fish or the big fish swallowed Jonah up. So then in chapter three, now the Lord has Jonah's attention. See, sometimes we have to go through something that we really don't want to go through in order for the Lord to get our attention. Whether it's bills, whether it's relationship issues, whether it's the stresses of this world. When the Lord calls you and you do not listen to him, something will happen to you in your life that will bring great challenges to you. And that is the Lord trying to get your attention. And what he does is he allows the enemy to step in. To disrupt the things that are going on in your life so that he can get your attention so that you can turn your face to him and commit your life over to him. That's what Jonah was experiencing. Because the Lord 
chose Jonah. He was not going to remove that calling from Jonah. Just like the Lord has called you and he will not remove that calling from you. But what he will do after you come out of your trial, after you come through a tribulation, the Lord will ask you, are you ready now? Are you willing to listen to me now? Do you want to hear what I have to say now? Because otherwise you can go right back through this all over again. But one thing is for certain when the Lord has called you. When you have a calling on your life and I know I'm talking to someone. Right now over this podcast, I know I'm speaking to someone who has a calling on their life, who has been told by people whom the Lord has sent into their lives. There is something on you that the Lord needs to use in you. And he wants to use you. He wants you to do something for him. And that is tell the world about him. There is something he will not take it from you, traveling pulpit family. It is yours. It is yours now. It is yours after you leave this world. It is yours for all eternity. He has called you and purposed you for great things. So don't let the calendar make you believe that it's too late. Don't let the clock make you think that you're too late to do anything for the Lord. Because trust me, Moses was 80 years old. Noah was 500 years old. Adam was well over 800 years old when when he and his wife had Seth. So do not think for one second that time is against you because it's not. Time has to answer to its creator and its creator is our creator. Time does not govern our God. He does not. Time does not uh, uh, govern the, the, the heavenly realm. Time governs the earthly realm. So do not think that for one second, traveling pulpit family. But as I bring this message to an end, the Lord told Jonah to arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, a second time and proclaim to it the proclamation, which I am going to tell you. So what do you think Jonah does now a second time? He does not give the Lord a third time to tell him what to do. Jonah is ready. He's been through enough. He understands who's in charge and whom he belongs to. Do you know that traveling pulpit family? Do you know who's in charge and do you know whom you belong to? So Jonah got himself up and this time he went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord, the Bible says, and Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, a three days walk. So what do you think Jonah did? He started walking. I want to end right there, traveling pulpit family, because I want to know what you're going to do. Are you going to start walking towards the Lord? Are you going to start walking in the calling that he gave you towards the, the purpose that he called you for? It's time that you do this traveling pulpit family. Do not waste another day thinking that it's too late for you to do anything that the Lord has called you to do. And remember, like Jesus said, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So trust in the Lord and believe that he is with you. 
Thank you once again, Traveling Pulpit family, for just the opportunity to come and share this word with you. Thank you so much for uh, just just being receptive to receiving this word. It is such a pleasure to do this. And, And in the year 2024, I believe great things are upon us. It's not that I look to the calendar or the clock. It's that I look to the Lord and I believe that 2024 holds a lot of greatness in it for those who believe and love the Lord. So with that being said, I am Vernon Sheridan, a man with the unscripted voice, thanking you always for this great opportunity to use my calling in being chosen to do what the Lord has purposed me to do. I love you. Tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. And if necessary, use words. Bye for now.